So I figure everybody's a little tired of the uh, Bouncing Souls Olay, and there was no Premier League this week, so a little hopeful song for a trip in March. So in case you're curious, that was Five Iron Frenzy from 1997. I'm sure Dave and I saw those guys at uh, Club Laga back in the day. I recall seeing them at uh, Metropole at the Ska Against Racism tour. Ska was much more, <laughs> pretty far ahead of their time in terms of being virtual signaling. Um, but they did a, there was a Ska Against Racism tour at Metropole, I want to say 1995, 96. Had Five Iron Frenzy. It had uh, Less Than Jake, who uh, does our theme song. It had 
the pie tasters. It had uh, the toasters. I think they were the headliners. Anyway, it was a it was a fun show. It was I think it might have been the first ska show I went to, um, and then that led to dozens and dozens of ska shows. Um, and I still go to them when I can, but obviously I can't lately. Anyway, so um, hopefully in March, uh, two weeks and a week from now, we'll actually go to Canada. Um, <laughs> I'm starting to doubt it, but anyway. Um, Let's hope we can. And so uh, the standings are up. And so uh, hopefully uh, we'll do a little uh, mid-year grades in the MHL. And we'll see who shows up. And I know everybody's getting probably getting a little tired of uh, the theme song. But anyway, here it is regardless. No, at the Ritz Carlton Grand Lakes, Orlando. No shit. Was John wow. Daly with them? Yeah, yeah I can say maybe he's partying with John Daly. He probably, I was going to say he got the COVID from Daly, right? <laughs> I hit record just in time for Mike's Rora House comment. So that was perfect. It's <laughs> <laughs> a perfect way to start. <laughs> the Grim Reaper. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Follows Daly around. <laughs> Unfortunately, never takes him, huh? Was there a cause? To Texas found no signs of foul play or drug use. Wow. Okay. Wow. He was 65? 65, yeah. Okay. He told some dirty jokes. He was, yeah. a, he was a dirty comic. He was a foul-mouthed guy. Yeah. And he had that wholesome image because of that show. Because of Full House, yeah. Yeah, I, subscri- yeah. I subscribed to his podcast for a while. I, last year, I would, he had a podcast that I would listen to driving around every once in a while. It was pretty funny. It was long, though. He, was, he would always go like on those two-hour... Bender kind of things and sort of like who ours. Was the other, who was the other one? The Canadian dude who was on that show who's kind of funny too. Uh, yeah, cool, cool, yeah. Dave yeah, cool, yeah, David cool, yeah, yeah. Alanis Morissette's ex boyfriend. That's right. That's that was the line. Um, give you me ought to know, Mike. You ought yeah. to know. <laughs> and here we go. Here's a song already. I want you to know that I'm happy.
useless knowledge there pat <laughs> yeah uh, she wrote that yeah she wrote that whole album that whole jagged little pill out al- pill album about him apparently oh really really yeah i thought it was just the the one song but it's the whole album i, I feel like it was i feel like it was a whole album i bought right. I, I bought I jenny definitely the, the song but i feel like it was a whole album i bought jenny that album on vinyl this for christmas i gave her i gave her that and the uh, peanuts christmas album in one thing figuring it was couldn't be two more different albums <laughs> We'll, we'll it's a great album. Have the soundtrack set for this uh, podcast. It's a great Seems album. Like she needs to thank Dave Coulier for making her a multimillionaire. Yeah. When you play that album all the way through, there's like it's amazing. There's like seven hit songs on that album. Yep. Yeah. And she's very angry in all of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pain. Yes, there's a yeah, there's a theme for sure. So has anybody watched, given we're talking a little bit about music, has anybody watched the Beatles documentary, Get Back? I feel like we've talked about this multiple times. (laughs) (laughs) Am I crazy? No, you're not. No, well, I'm crazy or drunk, but uh, I watched it this week, all three episodes, 
and it's phenomenal. It's directed by Peter Jackson, the whatever, you know, that dude. It's phenomenal. Yeah. I like when John Lennon was with the hobbits walking to that giant <laughs> mountain. That was really cool. Well, well, if by the hobbits you mean George Harrison, yes, it was, yes. Kind of leads us into a new feature, if you're ready. The, the one who knows who's doing a new feature. Are you ready, Dave? Ooh. All right. Ready. Dave, Dave right. has a feature. So, yeah, Dave has a feature, so here's the uh, lead into it. This is You Should Be Watching This Show. Featuring veteran TV producer and celebrity Dave Rhodes. Brought to you by Dancing Gnome Brewery. <laughs> Why is it Dancing Gnome Brewery uh, funding this? You got yourself segment. a sponsor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're funding lots of they're, they're funding lots of things now on the podcast. <laughs> I'll take it, Mike. <laughs> Send that over. I could buy one of your beers, right? Well, you know. This is all. This is all Deathpool winning funds. Yes. Ah. So was right. was that a good name for it? You should be watching this. Sure. Okay. Whatever. You know, I was trying to come up with something. So I figure, as far as regular features on the podcast go, since Kip is saving people, and then Mike is giving them something to drink, they should then have something to watch. Right. Like There's it. a natural progression with these segments. So, I was thinking. I'd tell you what I'm watching, but I'll tell you what I watched last year for my first one. And some of them might be worth watching for you guys. So the first one I'll go is, uh, it's on HBO. It's called hacks comedy. It's basically about a Joan rivers type comedian who hires a young, uh, millennial girl to help her with her writing. And then, uh, clashes occur as can be expected. Pretty good. I wouldn't call it laugh out loud funny, but entertaining. Um, Succession is on HBO. Best show on television. Best writing. Best acting. Third season just wrapped up, and I, I can't recommend that one enough. Only Murders in the Building, uh, Hulu. That's Steve Martin, Martin Short. I wouldn't call that one laugh out loud funny, but it was entertaining. A murder happens. They have to figure out what's going on. They do a podcast. The podcast is completely ridiculous, but... You know, so and I'll interrupt, but what did you think about Selena Gomez? Because it was an interesting role. She was okay. Uh, not you know, I'm, uh, you know, she didn't really do it for me. Is, does she have a connection to one of those two guys? Short or not, not that I know of. Okay. Although she used to be, you know, a child actress, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, in that Disney mold. Although she may have been on Nick Jr. or something. My kids liked her. It's a decent watch. Fairly quick. Yes, she has a connection to Cole Tucker of the Pirates. What's that? Isn't Selena Gomez? Aren't they dating? They're dating. Really? How would those two get together? No, I'm sorry. It's not Selena. No, not her. It's Vanessa Hudgens. Sorry. Wrong Disney. Yeah. yeah. Wrong Disney girl. (laughs) (laughs) Stepping on Dave's feature. Yeah. That's all right. It's meant to be interactive. Oh, no. Uh, So the next one Squid Game from Netflix. Heard of that one? That's really. Did you see that one? I saw the. I saw part of it. The end of it. Put it that way. You saw the end, but not the rest. I I saw the last episode. Remind me of that one because Jen watched that one and told me about it. What's the What's the premise? So basically, this is from South Korea. They round up a couple hundred people to play six childhood games, and if you win all the games, 
you win a, a, a butt ton of money. But what they don't realize is if, if you don't win, you also don't come out of the game. And each of the games, it's uh, it's hardcore. Like it's it's violent as hell, but really, really good. I guess they're making another season of it. But is it uh, subtitles? So it has subtitles. Yep. Or you could do the dub version. I highly recommend subtitles because those dub versions really come out horrible. And if you're a fan of Korean media, uh, a couple years ago there was a movie called Parasite. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievably weird and great. Highly recommend. It was a Academy Award winner, right? It did win, but for what? Was it the best picture? Or was it, it was at least nominated for best picture, I believe. Okay. It probably didn't win best picture though. Mm. But I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I kind of remember that name. Yeah. You didn't see that, Jack? I did not see that. You should, you should check it out. I think you like I haven't it. watched squid game either. It's good. It's uh, it's messed up. I'm sure Pat's researching it right now because Pat's a researcher. I would have, yes, but I have not gone on it yet. Is anyone from that <laughs> TV show dating Cole Tucker? <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, uh, if I may, are or do you need to? Are you going to impart more? I don't want to jump I, on your. I have a couple more, but please go ahead. No, please finish because I want to do a. I'll do more of a roundup question, I guess. Okay, so two more. Dope sick didn't get a lot of play around. Uh, I guess in the zeitgeist shark attack. Oh, you son of a bitch! Oh, man. <laughs> it's going down hard. Wow, you just really had to distract me it's like been that. A long day. <laughs> so dope sick on Hulu uh, about the whole opioid crisis and uh, starring Michael Keaton. Big fan, hmm. former coworker at WQED. <laughs> I mean, I missed him probably by 15 years, but. And then uh, two other quickies on HBO, Mayor of Easttown, starring Kate Winslet. That was actually yeah. good. It was pretty I, I, good. I like yeah. Someone it's, dies. It's very depressing, though. Yeah. Someone dies, she has to figure it out. But that's yeah. Kate Winslet like I've never seen Kate Winslet mm-hmm. before. However, no, no full frontal nudity or anything like that. And the other one's White Lotus, also on HBO. A bunch of strangers check into a hotel in paradise. And then a, there's, of course, a murder because that's like every TV show. Yeah. But uh, a little bit more clever than your typical TV show. And, and the, uh, the friend of uh, the freaky dude's daughter is sharp. <laughs> <laughs> sharp. She is sharp. Yeah. Actually, for some reason, I got engaged because that's HBO and that's the only thing I have. So I got engaged with White Lotus. I watched Mayor of Easttown. I see Succession. I've maybe watched a couple of episodes of Succession, so I'm kind of on the borderline of that. But my question to was going to be, so of all those shows, if you had to pick like one performer or actor, actress who stands out, who stands out of all those shows? Well, Kate Winslet on Mayor of Easttown was pretty incredible. I mean, I thought the show was decent, but, you know, not like mind blowing, but she was incredible. Yeah. She carried it, unlike I've seen her before. But my favorite show is Succession. I'm obsessed with that show. And Kieran Culkin is hilarious mm-hmm. on that show. That, mm-hmm. that show was built for him. 
So I would recommend that. Is that the is that the main son? No. No, I mean he's like kind of the jokey, sarcastic son. He's Roman. Oh, okay. Roman's his name, right? His character's yeah. name. Yeah. Is he's he one of the four kids. Is he one of the ones who's like disowned, or is he? No. Okay. No, he he's one of the three main. It's the kid from Ferris Bueller. He he's the one that's the disowned disowned guy. He's hilarious in it too, though. They're all really good. <laughs> it, it's really Mike. I think you would like that. I, I've watched the big business world. Yeah, you kind yeah, of start. You got to go back to the beginning and start from scratch. Absolutely. That's the thing is, like, I keep jumping in at different. I've probably watched three episodes, but I jump in at different points throughout different uh, seasons. Yeah, so that's I, not a jumper in or show. You got to start at the beginning and go through. Yeah. But it, it's it's worth it. It pays off. So, Dave, did you try to watch Don't Look Up? I watched it. We tried to watch it, and we got like 40 minutes in and said enough of this. We're out. I hated it. I wish I got out. Okay. Me and Patty watched it. I th- it was terrible. Yeah, like a week ago. It's horrible. Really? You guys didn't like it? So did you actually no. figure out what it was about? I mean, yeah. I have. I kind of think I know what it was about, but we quit early, so I was just – to me, it was about – it was a it was a climate change thing where they were trying yeah. to analog make it an analogy that they weren't paying attention to the comet like we're not paying attention to climate. So I had that right. Yes, that's exactly. And what I'm it kind was. of a climate change denier, so I was like, "Fuck this, I'm out, <laughs> I'm out." <laughs> Took enough climatology, meteorology in college to know uh, enough about I, that subject. <laughs> to, I agree with that, out. but I think they were using climate change as a as a I guess a theme for a broader. Uh, a broader left-right discussion. And so, you know, in the end it was, so if you bailed out and Dave, you watched it though, right? So it was like, in the end it was like, look up, don't look up, look up, don't look. So it was just this back and forth of like, who are you going to believe? Yeah, I, I don't believe in the movie maker who, who made that movie. <laughs> I'm a big Adam McKay fan, but that one was a clunker. And with all the stars they had in it, you, you thought like, oh, this must be okay. And it was not. Well, and one of the things that struck me about it was Leo comes across as such a weak character. And you're not used to seeing Leo play a weak character. So it was well, a little awkward. Yeah, you're just- you're supposed to like rally behind him and like yeah. root for him. And then, you know, like the first chance he gets, he cheats on his wife and leaves her for some exactly. body. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what, <laughs> what are we trying to uh, do here? Yeah. Not sure what that was for. Hmm. All right. Well, but cool. That's it. That's my segment. All right. Yeah. That's Dave's for, segment. For, for the record, I will just say that Parasite did win best picture in 2019. Right. Thank you. Wow. Thank you See, that's how good it was. That's our fact checker and Pinocchio giver. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Excellent. Well um, done, Dave. I appreciate this. So before Thank we move on, I have an interesting new MHL scoring uh, category for you here. Let me play this for everybody. This is the Moon Hockey League COVID infectee tracker. Jenga time has moved ahead as far as we know with the second bout with the virus last week. Perhaps the question uh, is why was Jenga time virusist against the Delta variant? <laughs> I wasn't sure it would do give me the viruses part, but it did. <laughs> so Glenn survived it twice. Congratulations. Thank you. Well you, you you tested positive? Oh yeah. Yeah. Took round two. Symptoms. Had alpha, had alpha skip, skip skipped uh Delta, took Omicron. 
So what were your symptoms? Uh, pretty, pretty light. It's this, this one for sure seems to be, you know, where it sits in your throat and then a little bit in your top of your chest, but not like getting into your lungs. That's, that's what it sort of felt like. It just a sore throat, runny nose, fatigue type thing. Did you have fever at all? No. Headache? You're like, you're like a connoisseur of COVID-19 now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can describe all the variations. That could be a stomach, Glenn. I know, I know the R knots on these on these uh, different variants. You know, this is a pretty high R knot. You know, it's about a seven to ten R knot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay away from that. I surprisingly did not spread it to the rest of my family, even though we took a six-hour drive home from Vermont. That's amazing. So, I, so Vermont gave it to you. Yeah, I got it skiing in Vermont. So well, you didn't get it skiing. You got it skiing in the bar in the bar in Vermont. <laughs> I may have got it two days before I got to Vermont. We were at a party that a, a few folks got it at. My wife was there. She didn't get it, so it was, it was I, interesting. I I didn't get tested, but I believe I've had it. I think I had it last week. I didn't think you could get it again, but I think this variant's very different. It's, yeah. it's definitely a different variant. You can see the volume of people that are getting it. So. Yeah. Did it taste different? I didn't lose my sense of smell or anything like that, but oh. yeah, but it was. So you could it, taste it. It actually, the weird part was you. I could tell it was similar to what I had previously. Like I could sort of feel that same feeling with it. They do say I that know, the, I started feeling it coming down my body. You know, my chest, kind yeah. of like you know your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that loss of taste and smell doesn't seem to be as nearly as prevalent uh, yeah, this time I around. I didn't have that issue. Yeah, the first time I did, for sure. The first time I lost my smell on, you know, four days in. So when are you going to get the next variant? <laughs> thinking, I'm thinking I'm skipping another one, and then we'll take the uh, the sixth variant, whatever whatever name we're up to at that point. <laughs> so if anybody who listens to the podcast has had it twice, please let me know so that we don't just give Glenn this credit in case anybody else has had it twice. <laughs> hey, well, hey, well, Jack, I, I, I created a top ten list for – Things for Omicron, things for COVID that are now different. Oh, that have changed since well, COVID. So well, hold on a I'd, second here. Okay, I'm ready for you. Okay, this is like kind of like AKA like uh, Dave Letterman days, you yeah. know, top ten. <laughs> so so number ten, you know, you know, other people's farts don't sweat, don't smell quite as bad now once you lose your sense of smell. <laughs> that's kind of a I, I'd say that's positive on the ledger. Number nine, I've, I've noticed commonly used phrases like God bless you after you sneeze is no longer relevant. It's been replaced by get away, you leper. <laughs> He's actually writing this stuff. He's writing material. I love it. Before this thing to write these up. I, yeah, these are, yeah. All right. Number eight. Number eight. If Dr. Fauci asked me to put in a butt plug next to slow down COVID, you may do that, but I'm not buying that one. <laughs> Number seven, next time someone offers me a Corona, I may want more than just a lime. Maybe drop a, a vitamin D and some zinc in and we're all good. Number six, next person that states out of abundance of caution, should be the first person that's chopped up at Chris's murder cabin. <laughs> <laughs> number one better be better than that. That's cool. You never put I, the best I one in number one. 
Number five, you know, maybe Joe Biden wasn't that creepy by sniffing everyone's hair. Maybe he was just seeing if he could smell COVID in advance. <laughs> Number four, I would eat green eggs and ham as Dr. Seuss requests before I would ever listen to what Dr. Fauci says. <laughs> that felt like more of a political statement there. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe a little. Maybe a little. <laughs> You're leaning a little too much on anti-Fauci. Uh, number three, given the level of credibility the CDC has for disease control today, maybe we should just rename the COVID death council and call their best buddy, the Wuhan homies. (laughs) Number two, I'm still waiting for that Jack Nicholson moment and a few good men when Dr. Fauci states, you're goddamn right. I paid the Chinese to make this virus. Wow. The floppers are going to love this. This list is going down a different path now. (laughs) Yeah. And number one, hey, you know, when the Chinese put their mind to it, they can really make a quality product. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I I think we're right now on the uh, FBI uh, control list. <laughs> or just say, I, don't, I think I'm there already. So we're, no, that that's well done. Well done, Glenn. Well done, Glenn. Thank you. Letterman questions on on how to deal with COVID or or Letterman would be proud. I think you should come up with a top ten list every week. Yeah, and we, we need some Paul Schaefer music Glenn, to go with. Yeah, it. we do. Glenn's I, top ten list. Man, I, don't I was know if just I kill an hour every time before. Personally, I was disappointed that you didn't put a mask on before you shared the list. But hey, all right. Well, before we get to hockey, I wanted to do was everybody drinking before we get to oh, hockey. Sorry, oh, sorry. I, I stepped on Jack. That's okay. Shark attack. What's everybody drinking. I'm drinking water because I have to get to hockey after this. Oh, you're still. I, I thought you gave that up. Rum Gave up playing hockey? No, I'm sorry. Uh, Glenn, I stepped on your line now. Oh, rum casket. Dave is drinking water. Aquafina. Dave's playing hockey with me tonight. Two no, I think I had a little too much crown last night. <laughs> you, you mentioned something about that, yeah? Yeah, so I'm gonna, I got to stick with water today. So we don't have a hop thing tonight, so I wanted to do a little alcohol thing, so I'm going to create a little bit of my own uh, segment yeah. here real quick. It's our time at the winery, a monthly dissertation on what's going on in the vineyard and at the winery. Brought to you by Flaming Toad Vineyards. So it was a so it was it was a busy day here at the a weekend at the winery. We did lots of uh, pruning. Um, we got all the bottom pieces of the vines pruned off, um, so that in about a month, when everything goes dormant, we'll prune off all the top. Um, so probably about a couple hundred pounds worth of pruning got done, which is pretty fun. Um, but then more importantly, we racked uh, this weekend. We racked all the wine, which means moving it from uh, the container it's in to a new container. Um, and the whole point of that is to leave behind the sediment. So every two months or so, um, you move it from one keg to another keg or one carboy to another carboy. Um, and uh, lose about, I probably lost about, I don't know, a third of a gallon uh, along the way because you want to always leave a, about an inch of the liquid at the bottom because you don't want to suck up all that sediment. 
Um, so you're starting to lose volume each time you do this. Um, but uh, it was exciting. Um, and we tasted it. And uh, the rosé um, is just going to bottle that, probably rack it once more and then bottle it because it tastes freaking awesome. Um, and I think I'm learning that maybe that'll be something I focus more on. Um, but uh, anyway, so it was, a, it was a busy day or a busy weekend at the, at the Flaming Toad Vineyards this weekend. What so do you do with the sentiment? Um, it's not enough to do anything with. So you just rinse it out. It's, it's not like it's like the spent skins. When you press it, I use those. Actually, I, I did that on Friday cause it was an off Friday. So the first part of it was I, um, I had about, ooh, I don't know, a couple hundred pounds worth of pressed skins that I've been just sort of sitting. So I use that as fertilizer. So I spread that on probably about half of the vines got that, um, the, the sediment at the bottom of the carboys just, it's just, it sticks to it. And so you just rinse it out and get rid of it. Um, and then you freshen up the wood since I'm not using oak barrels. I use <clears throat> what are called, um, spirals or staves, um, from the barrel. And so they're got to change out the oak and put fresh oak back in. Um, so anyway, it, it's tasting the 2021 is all tasting pretty good. Uh, but the rosé in particular is tasting great. So and what are you doing with my favorite part of the vineyard? What's your favorite part of the vineyard? The septic field. Uh, that's not part of the vineyard. <laughs> it's just it's a big part of the vineyard. It's just a big, dirty, dirt, big area of dirt. Nothing going on there. So, so Jack, a uh, couple of questions just from a, I guess, a beer comparison standpoint. At what point do you add the yeast? And uh, is that in the first carboy? And then do you carry on the yeast? after to as you go to the second and third carboy no you're i'm done with you you add yeast you crush the when you crush um you add the yeast that day or the next day um and then that's how you're and you ferment in the beginning and then that's all in open containers um with the exception of the rosé that's in a closed cold fermentation environment um but once the um so i took it out of the the fermentation ended and I, uh, I pressed it. So I picked it on September 12th. Um, that's when we picked and crushed. That's when you added yeast. And then we were done fermentation, and I pressed it on October 1st. Um, okay, so that's, so when it, that's when it goes into the carboys, onto the oak, and then it just... So it's, three weeks or so you've got... So similar to a beer. Yeah, about three, about weeks, of three fermentation. weeks of fermentation. Yep. And then uh, second question, can you describe a rosé... And uh, speaking as a beer guy, I don't know wines too well. I know cabs and I know white wines. So how would you describe a rosé? Is it more on a, like the sweet wine? Is it a mix of? No, it's actually pretty dry. Um, so the rosé, it's the same. It's the Syrah grapes that I have. Um, I had one row when we picked that wasn't as ripe as the rest. And so we left them out there. Um, and I went and picked those about two weeks later. And so they were, at, um, at about 19 bricks. The rest of the vineyard was at like 23, um, bricks is the sugar content percentage of the, of the juice in the grapes. Um, and so it's a pretty dry rosé. Um, I would say it's real bright. Um, it's got a tiny little bit of carbonation still cause it's, cause it ferments cold. It takes a lot longer. And if you do a secondary fermentation in wine, it's called a malolactic uh, fermentation um, that just takes a while to do and so um, but it's got a, a real nice um, I don't know how, how do you describe it it's got a real nice 
um, like the like the straight up Syrahs almost got a raspberry, like a dark red fruit, and this has got a much brighter strawberryish kind of um, flavor to it. And it's obviously it's a lot lighter in color because it's it was only on the skins for about three hours. That'll be the, the lesson I learned on this one is I think when I do rosé next time, I'll leave it on the skins for like an hour and a half or two hours. Um, the red wine, when it's fermenting, it's on the skins for the whole three weeks. Um, and so that's how you extract all the color. Um, so with the, with the rosé, you pick, you crush, and you let it sit on the skins for a couple hours and you press it all in the same day. And then that's when you add the yeast. So. Have you ever done anything in... Um barrels wine barrels no i've never had enough volume to fill a barrel gotcha that's the problem because you got to get them all filled to the very top air is the enemy all the time yeah 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 oxidation yep i have a question why is there no hop segment this week we didn't talk about it why do you have to talk about it i don't like we had another hop well i didn't want to step on a a new inaugural segment then we had the extra bonus of glenn getting COVID a second time so Production wise, you don't want to fire. You're a veteran. You don't want to fire all your shots in one episode, right? In case, in case this is a, it's a poorly epi- listened to episode. I was an audible, Dave. All right, so we don't have any soccer to talk about, but we do have one brief soccer item I wanted to bring up before we get to the MHL, and this has nothing to do with soccer playing, um, but I think you're gonna like it. You can't hear what I think you owe an apology to bangers and trash. To the fans, I'm sorry uh, for the upset that I caused. You guys uh, know the connection that I have with this club since my teenage years. So, you know, I t- totally understand your, your, your ups- you guys being upset. Obviously, it's up to me now to restore your trust and I'll do my best. Show commitment every day on the, on, on the training ground and in the games, trying to make sure that we win games. And yeah, also, you know, to the manager, I apologize and also to my teammates and the board because uh, you know I think uh, uh, it was not the right moment also and uh, you know I want to move on forward from this and make sure that uh, we start winning football games and I perform for the team in the in the best manner I couldn't really find a good African accent to do the bangers and trash so I went Darth Vader <laughs> oh is that who that was yeah I'll, I'll, I'll play that part just so you can because I knew it wasn't going to be that here so now you you can't hear what I think you owe an apology to bangers and trash. <laughs> it's tough. Those free those free software packages are tough. I love that video by Lukaku. I mean, it's almost like so. Do they have a gun to his head right out of frame exactly. in that shot? You know, it's it's so embarrassing for him. It has to be. Uh, you know, he didn't want to say that. For sure. No, of course not. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's like his girlfriend pestered him so much. You know, his girlfriend being the team. Like, you have to do it. Uh, you know, it's part of being grown up. Dave, I love the concept of arrows being shot. <laughs> I, I would I would absolutely be in then 100, 100%. That was a great Honestly, that was That was one of the most entertaining parts of the week. If you can make that happen, I'm in. Well, that's like full contact golf. Like that would be a lot more fun too. Yeah, yeah. archery and soccer and full contact golf. Or amateurs, but everybody has to line up in this in the fairway like they do on the pros. Yeah. So, but you and you're not allowed to wear anything. So, sort of a crap shot if you're going to get hit or not with the the amateur crew. 
Yeah, so, there's, there's so, a ton of sports that are still out there for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, were there announcers on the games? Because when I watched a couple of the YouTube video highlight packages, it was of Arsenal and Notting Hill Forest and Liverpool and somebody. There was no announcers. It was completely quiet. Oh, so I, I was watching on ESPN Plus, and they all had announcers. Okay. No, it was, it was legit coverage. And by the way, how about Nottingham Forest knocking off Arsenal, mm-hmm. which is awesome. There's a couple other teams that did that. Some some sixth level or fifth level team knocked off a second level team, and it's good stuff. That's that's fun to watch. Are you guys one third of the way through the leg? No, we're just beyond halfway. <laughs> he has that little shit eating grin on his face. <laughs> Honestly, when when uh, Dave in that scroll or in that thread, Dave mentioned something about somebody being out, and Glenn responded, "Arrows?" Question mark. That was like one of the highlights of my fucking week. <laughs> Just wishful thinking, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, transfer window is the only thing to watch really for is this week. There was a Jesus. the Everton game. I guess Tuesday was canceled. Everton Leicester. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah Lester complained that they had too many injuries. Yeah. Is COVID also, sweeping? Also known as too many guys going to play in Africa. Yeah, and, and too many guys, too many forwards got hurt and they didn't feel like playing. But are, are they having the same issues that the other legs are having too with the COVID, COVID list? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, they have a little COVID outbreak per team and then it seems to rotate teams. Yeah. Yeah. But still full capacity at the crowds, so yeah, can't be that serious. No, it's not Canada. Can you guys keep talking? I actually have a, a work thing that just came up. I got to deal with. <laughs> Are you on guys Sunday night? Hold on, um, wait. What time is it? Well, should ha- crime, crime happens. Yeah, I guess it does. Is that a new segment on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> this one's this one's not good. It's about kids getting a kid getting killed. Uh, oh shit! Yeah. You guys still in for Canada? Yeah, as long as they let us in, I guess. Hey, are they are they going to let you in? I guess this is a question. Right now, they they haven't restricted the border, although you know they're emphasizing essential travel only. But they have not restricted the border. But in Ontario, and I haven't looked into the other provinces, but in Ontario, they are requiring that you have a QR code to get into a restaurant or bar or brewery, what, what have you. And in order to get the QR code, you have to prove you're vaccinated and that's fine. But in order to prove you're vaccinated, you have to show your Ontario or uh, your Canadian health card. Well, if you're traveling from the U S you don't have a fucking Canadian health card. And so to, to get your proof, you have to call an 800 number and then they answer and hang up. So it's not. (laughs) So that wasn't helpful. No, it's not an easy process at this point. So I figured, all right, we still have two months before we start getting into the danger zone. So I'll give it a little bit of time, but I wanted to feel it out to see how on top of it they were. And they're not. Hey, maybe uh, Antonio Brown can get us a Canadian health card. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> or his supplier can you get yeah. in touch with his supplier his supplier yeah. <laughs> yeah i know he can get you an uber driver <laughs> yeah. oh, that dude how about that jersey mike or whatever his name was yeah <laughs> what a oh my lord well 
be be prepared. You know, you guys when you go into Canada, they're they're gonna I think they're gonna call you and trace you. They they like to know where the heck you're at. I had a guy that went up hunting and he said it was like getting called every day, you know, asking what he's doing, where he's at, and he's like, I'm in the middle of the freaking woods. <laughs> really? When did he go? Uh, about a month ago. Okay, because we were up there in September and it was nothing, and I was there in August and it was nothing. Like it was just like as soon as you got through the border, it you just followed the rules. Nobody even thought about you. Yeah, I don't know why. He just said he was. We were just going to a hunting camp, and they they kept calling. No one was answering because we we're leaving our you know cell phones in the in the camp. Yeah. Just like every day, they were checking in. The QR code makes sense. I mean, if you're going to require proof of vaccination at these places, it that makes, makes sense. But make it make make it make sense to everyone, not Everybody. just Canadians. Exactly. Uh, I'm all for it as long as you can give me a way to get it. Because the way we did it in Winnipeg didn't seem very convincing is how we were proving our vaccination. <laughs> no, we were showing shit on our phone, you know. Yeah, showing a picture on our phone, which could on have our been. Phone to a Korean chick who, like. <laughs> 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 did they even check your ID, like, to make sure it matched? She did check the IDs, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cut your passport and all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah, it's it's an you know I'm still hoping that it all happens because jam I want to go up there but uh, it does feel like they they get a little silly on some of the stuff. Just I mean, in the states, this may burn out pretty quick given the the, vo- the velocity of it with a million Hopefully. people. So, okay. Yeah, I, a, lot of, a lot of people too aren't even in, in those numbers because you know like someone like me I just took the self test at home and. Yeah, positive. I didn't. I didn't tell anyone. So, well, everybody knows now that listens to the yeah. podcast at least. <laughs> yeah, I think that. I mean, we've got two. I mean, to me, there's two major concerns. It's 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 games. Whether or not you'll be able to go to games. Oh shit! Yeah. And then the second part is PEI and Nova Scotia were tougher than the rest of the provinces before all of this, and so I, I think we're going to have to. I don't think we need to do it right now, but we're going to have to make a go, no go decision probably here in about a month. Cause I don't want to, cause I, I don't know when I have to go and look at all those Airbnbs and when the second payment, it's usually 25 or 30 or some days out. I don't want to make the second payment and then, you know, not have all of it refunded. If, if, if we've got a, if we yeah. got to bag it, I think we're, Ginny and I were talking about, I think we're coming any we're coming that way anyway in March. So, um, I may just drive. I think I mentioned it to Mike when we had like two hours and 20 minutes into the New Year's Eve one way. I may just decide to drive home anyway. Um, yeah. But um, we'll see. But yeah, I, I'm a little nervous about being able to go to games. Yeah. And, and honestly, even though games are a big part of it, it as long as the restrictions aren't, you know, uh, too prohibitive, I'm still good with going. We'll always find entertainment. Sure, going to games would be a better part of it, but we'll find entertainment. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Well, we'll make entertainment. We'll make entertainment, yep. Yeah. But can we go eat? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Is there a place that we could actually eat or drink at? Yeah, that's right. Perfect. Kind of an important thing. Yeah, we don't want to go to a place and be, like, quarantined at an Airbnb and have to order the Canadian version of freaking Domino's pizza, pizza. Exactly. All right. So let's uh, move on to hockey. So I think first we should talk about who won the money again. 
Toronto the Moon Hockey League weekly money winners this week was Toronto No Hockey for the second straight week with a top score of 42.1. Lay Nordiques got second place money with a score of 40.8. That works out to cash winnings of $1.16 per pickup for Toronto No Hockey. Oh, you used that joke before. Well, yeah, but I've well, got to be consistent, right? I mean, it's, it's it doubled, he doubled his return. See, all those pickups are paying off now. Absolutely. And he did it to me, Mike. I ran into the high score. You did. Yeah. Uh, you're you're no longer an A plus, Dave. I'm sorry to say it. Hey, I'm just hoping not to lose the next eleven. That's my goal now. Uh, you went from an F to an A plus quickly, but then quickly coming back down. Right, dropping down to a D. Yeah, quickly. All right, well, let's do it. Uh, let's... I, I mean, to be candid, I never gave him an F. But I just thought he was overrated early because he was middle of the pack in school and and overall uh, points, but he was like playing lesser teams. But now you know he's delivering, but he's on a little bit of a shaky streak. But he's all right. I say he's a solid A. Let's get the let's get the teenage tracker out of the way. Now we can do the grading thing. And now this week's Toronto No Hockey transaction tracker. The count remains at 43 as TNH made no changes. The pace has dropped to a projected 72, bringing the underbetters back into the game. <laughs> wow. Ooh. <laughs> so yeah, 74 versus 72. It's gonna get it's gonna be a tight line here at the uh feeling his oats because he's he's uh winning. Yeah. Well he's playing. When you're scoring that many points, why would you make a change? Yeah. True. What do you mean that many points? He's still less than us. The last two weeks he scored. Yeah. Two weeks he scored a lot. So do you want to go, do you want to review last week's games and then do, uh, look at the standings or do you want to jump right now? You want to jump right into the standings? I don't want to look at any games in the last two weeks. <laughs> well, yeah. well, you won in, you won in week 10, right? I think. I, w- I won the first nine and then lost the next two. Oh yeah, I guess that's right. Oh yeah, I lost two. Okay, all right. Well, so let's uh, let me pull this. Uh, the standings are all a joke, right? So let's uh, let me share that. Here we go. So here's so here's our standings. All right. Um, Dave's still leading at nine and two and leading the points back, but I would say who's at four points? Andy is only four points behind in total scoring. Seems like he's come out of nowhere for that. And he's six and five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's start grading Andy. If you've you've scored the second most points in your six and five, you've made some mistakes on your. Uh, it's a, I don't know what that's a D to score that many points and lose that many games. Yeah. So Andy has Stamkos, Burkowski, Nylander, Taves, D'Angelo, and Jard. You know what? D'Angelo's been on fire, and he's got Nugent Hopkins on the bench to Claire. So and Tarasenko on the bench. The points for that—that's who you're playing in your starting lineup, isn't it? That's not yeah. Right. yeah, it's not who's on the bench. Well, so well, therefore he should get a high grade. Well, that's yeah, I suppose he's picking the right players. He is, yeah, he's picking the right players. He's just being Andy. Right. <laughs> he's pick, he's picking the right players and losing anyway. Right. So no, that, that's that's that Andy luck. His <laughs> points against is what two twenty six. That's not. I mean, that's it's not like he's getting crushed every game. He must be losing a lot of close games. Yeah, I'm giving him a B plus. I'm giving him a B plus. Okay. 
Only four points back in total points and six and five. He's only two two places back in his division. I, I anticipate a big second half followed by a quick playoff collapse. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give him a B just because of the record. You know, you, you, you can't get near an A with a middling record. He's six and five. And it's it's taken him a two win streak. So he was four and five two weeks ago. Nah, that's a that's a B. You got to like our division all on losing streaks. We all lost <laughs> <laughs> in an out of division game. So I would say you know you got to go to the very bottom of the screen because Jason's had the most interesting season. He opened the season four and zero and has run off seven straight losses. Wow! But wow. he's still. Top wow. five in scoring, actually. Top four. Yeah. He's four or fifth in scoring. He's, yeah, he's only 30 points back. Yep. So he's he's running to bad luck. 271. Yeah. I guess that's the most against, it looks like. He's got the most points against. I mean, honestly, that's interesting. So look at Jason. Look at us. We're both bottom of our conferences or divisions and the fewest points back in anybody in the division. How is, how's Chuck losing? He's got like Ovechkin and Austin Matthews. You right? would think he would win games. <laughs> Didn't Chuck lose his first four when his next four and yeah. now he's lost three? Yep. He went on. He's very streaky. Yeah, yeah. But if you have Ovechkin on your team, my God, you should have five, you know, statues on your roster and you should still <laughs> win. Yeah, between Austin, Matthews and Ovechkin, he's kind of guaranteed like 11 or 12 points just between those two players. Yeah. Yeah, but then after that, it really goes it must, downhill. It must drop fast. Lindholm, Wegar, Krug, and Mike Smith, and Edmonton's been on a fucking death spiral. Well, maybe he needs to do the Toronto no hockey strategy and just keep picking up dudes till he hits one. Yeah. yeah. He's afraid we're going to put a – Account on him. <laughs> so I, I think, think uh, Pat, did you look at the at the scores this week? I think uh, Brian Rust would have had a uh, a breakdown of like eight and eight. He could have beaten eight of the teams uh, the- by himself. Wow, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah, he put up a he put up a good number. And then, of course, he, he he got out of COVID protocol two hours after the lineups locked yeah. this yeah. afternoon. Yeah. Just I had I had that happen with Panarin today too. He got yeah, out yeah. after the lineups were in. Pittsburgh players enjoy playing against the Flyers. <laughs> well, I guess the Flyers had a ton of dudes out that game. They're horrible. Either even with the yeah, Gritty should be the only one that's out there. <laughs> gritty should play goal. Didn't <laughs> hurt. That dog that shit on the fucking center ice was one of those. That things. was pretty good. <laughs> My. <laughs> Where was that? In Philadelphia. <laughs> really? Whatever the spectrum is now. It was one of it was one of the service dogs. They were taking him out as, you know, like the sh- with the military or the police, whoever it was. And the dog they had like three or four of them and the one went right to center ice and just so. awesome. <laughs> he did a service for everyone who hates Phil. Yeah. <laughs> right on the logo too, Jack. Right on the logo, yeah. It's perfect. Like, I think that, made a beeline for that logo. Uh, yeah, I think the caption was, you know, the dog, the dog, the dog, here's how the dog feels about how the Flyers play is or something. <laughs> it was awesome to a Pence, man. Oh, my hey, God. Did, did anyone see the uh, 
Cal Maker goal this week. That was oh, awesome. Holy shit. That was one of the nicest goals I've ever seen. That dude is he is oh. flat out amazing. That that was sick. I, I I get sick every time I take the Flyers because I drafted him when I picked uh it was a guy, Nolan, whatever. It's not yeah, Patrick. Oh yeah. Patrick, yeah. Yeah. No, that's me. Uh, the car holds in the corner and now along the half foot. Oh, beautiful wheel around move. Oh, <laughs> and scores! Colorado wins it in overtime. What a pirouette goal scored by the young defenseman, Cal McCarr. And and who oh who is the defenseman that he next to me? I looked at their there was a defenseman that he like left standing there and the dude looked like a pirouette or he just looked like a a, a freaking flamingo. One leg up in the air, didn't know what he was doing. So you look at their draft, you look at Colorado's draft, their first round picks have been like home runs for they had like Landis gone, McKinnon, yeah, Ratna and McCarr. It's just like stud, studs, stud, you know, like you didn't just, see that. I had the wrong thing shared, didn't I? Yeah, we didn't we see didn't that. See yeah. Oh, we heard it. We heard it, yeah. Sorry. It sounded great. It was awesome. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry. I, I... You're all right. Uh part two. Yep, part two. Let me just make sure I'm sharing the right screen. Dave, what do you give yourself? A plus. <laughs> give you an A plus too, Dave. Why? Why would I? How could I not have an A plus? I was nine and zero. But you're not in, but you're nine two, so now you just got an A. Can you see it now? Yeah, we can see it now. Yeah. Look like it happened. Macar holds in the corner, and now along the half boards. Oh, beautiful wheel around move. Colorado wins it in overtime. What a pirouette goal scored by the young defenseman, Cal McCarr. Oh, my God. I'm looking in the abs box next to me. I looked at their great Joe Sackick, their general manager. Are you kidding me? What a play by Cal McCarr. Watch the situational awareness. Drawing the defender in Kirby Doc. Lulling them in. Guess it was Kirby Doc. Jams in the break. Cuts back. Takes a swore the net, forehand, backhand, top shelf. Good night. What a play by Kel McCarr. Is this guy's that was over flurry, huh? It was filthy. Matt, you, should, you should feel motivated to do that. Yeah, I'm going gonna... to practice that. You're going to do that tonight, right, Pat? <laughs> if I can make that make that happen. I like the organ music they were playing after that goal. It's on like a circus. How are the grading gone? Like, have we given out more than one no, grade? No, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm completely screwed up on the sharing here. I was. I'm still going with A for Dave. There even we go. He gives himself an A plus. Oh, was yeah. that A minus you were giving him? No, I'm going A. A's uh, fine. Yeah. Well, you He's know, a... Kip's not here, so we need to grade Kip with Connor McDavid, and he's three, seven, and one. I think well, I, it's I, an I F. love Kip, but I mean, it's a D minus season. <laughs> I think it's an F. It could be enough. Think about how many draft picks he had. High draft picks this year. Yep. He did trade a lot because he was out of it last year. Yeah, he was out of it yep. last year. He traded high. And he gave us Hedman for nothing. I, I'm, I'll go C- minus because I like Kip. So let's uh, let's look at his draft because I think if we're going to – I think I think an F is appropriate. So let's <laughs> – To break it in the first round wasn't bad. To bring it, here we go. Next year, here we go. To bring it, Ryan Ellis to Foley, Kachuk. Foley's, I think, done all right. Well, yeah, total points. Hurt, 
Look yeah. at all this. Look at all those guys in the IR too. They have a doctor as their owner. <laughs> David, and they're all freaking out with COVID, dude. They don't really listen, do they? Wait, wait. Connor's even out too. Soros has eighty points. Yeah, but not for Kip. Yeah, not not for him. For me. <laughs> oh, did he trade? What? It's Glenn's backup goalie. He's dropped him. He's like my. I'm playing him like a. I'm running run, run him like a mule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ryan Ellis in the second round was a stretch. Well, it was yeah. he got him. He got hurt, so that was a. Yeah. 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 So. Cause Cause actually, because his yeah. first week of the season was good. He had, I think, what, I don't know, Glenn, he had four points or th- five points yeah. in the first two or three games. So Yeah, he was all right. I mean, he yeah. just got hurt. Yeah, Kachuk is, I guess, the Brinkett and Kachuk, and uh, you got to take a flyer on Hopkins, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He should have kept Cyrus, though. That was a bad, as soon as he dropped yeah, it. That is, yeah, still not. Yeah. D minus franchise. Yeah, it's enough. Yeah, I, I think he gets enough this year. He had a, a D for me. He had picks. Uh, you guys are, boy, you're generous creators. So we, we all yeah. like Kip a lot. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's got Connor um, McDavid. They're, minor, they're worse teams. They're, I they're, would suggest he trade McDavid immediately. Well, well that's true because this doesn't show us who, he, who his keepers were. So he has. I think he's getting screwed by the Chuck brothers. Speaking yeah, of bad drafts. <laughs> Oh, I know. The best Mine team in the league. <laughs> I got two. I got my two defensemen out of it. It did. Nothing else. Eckpod's been good. Hurdle's been okay, but not for you, right? Hurdle's got some points. Yeah, good. But he's, yeah. but he's not on your team, right? Well, I dropped him. Yeah. yeah. He didn't well, rise took, to the level that I expect. It took you a minute and 15 seconds to draft him, and you dropped him really quick. I'm sure I was doing something else during that minute 15. <laughs> well, we were in Fargo, so you could have been in Fargo. Yeah. Probably getting a beer. <laughs> Let's look at the Lanyard Deke draft. Gerard hasn't panned out as a good pick. No. I don't know how that guy plays 20 minutes a game for the best. I mean, it was in the, the it was in the fourth round. So six, they hey. score six goals and he gets zero points every time. JT Miller. I would, I would give us an okay grade on JT Miller. The rest of them are, Fucking the rest suck is, junk, is, yeah. is Miller the only guy you still have? Yeah. No, we, Gerard, still, we still Miller. We still have Forsling. And, and Forsling, yeah. Hmm. Hey, maybe we should have a bet who who's going to have less guys at the end of the year, me or you. You might yeah. want to get off Forsling at 18 points after 12 weeks. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't make the lineup. <laughs> he, he hasn't reached his peak yet. He hasn't but he's, he's, he's not providing any. Three, he has he's points not pro- in three straight games. Though. Yeah, he's not providing he, any depth. Three of those 18 points came this last three games. Uh, I'll tell you what, between JT Miller and uh, Shifley, you know, it's been a good one-two punch on center at least. Yeah. So, Mike and Pat, what's your grades for your team? I, I'll give myself a C because I think I said right after we drafted that we're going to be a solid 500 team and a loss in the first round of the playoffs, and we're right on track for that. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd be CC minus, yeah. But we won it last year. Or we sold season. our soul. Our first pick was in the fourth yeah. round, so yeah, we, we sold our soul. We knew we knew what we were doing. Yeah, I'll give you guys a B minus considering you didn't draft to the fourth round. Yeah, and you're only 29 points back in total scoring. scoring. Yeah, yeah. You know and what? You play in a division that's you know fairly mediocre. You know what, Glenn? Me taking Alex Corn for you in the eighth round might be the best eighth round pick in the draft. What? Go back to that. Yeah, 40, 40, 42 points. 
Yeah, he's not on. The, he's not on the roster anymore, though. No, he's I know, but I'm just saying. I'm looking at the other eighth round picks. He's oh. like right. head oh, and shoulders above the other back. eighth round picks. That was a good pick. For right. uh, so that's your claim to fame. I'm not yeah, sure you well, want to look. Well, no, you're. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm just. You, you know, you're. You know, your number one pick has worked out great. So, so, uh, Glenn. How many picks did you give up? Because you had similar number of picks to us. Uh, I gave up first <laughs> and third. Okay. So but, I kept the second. Yeah, I drafted. I dropped my best draft pick. Thatcher? Yeah. I, I dropped him just as just when Vancouver started to win. Yeah, this after they hired Boudreaux. That, right? He's the reason why Toronto No Hockey's winning the money. Yeah. Thanks. I tell you, it's a goalie leg this year. Yeah. We're so, playing right. hockey this so year, this you week. guys, you guys are you guys, Dave and or, uh, Mike and Pat, you gen, you grade yourselves gener, generously, C, because that's what you C. expected. Uh, yeah, I, ex- I expected us to be exactly pretty much where we are. I said C minus, but I'm I'm fine. But I I would like to grade Toronto no hockey. And and time out, we're just dra- we're we're grading our overall performance. We're not grading our graph draft right. right now, right? Yeah, but right. but that yeah, helps. But that so, informs yeah, the that, decision. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, no, understood, understood. So you want to grade Toronto no hockey? I mean, how can we not grade Toronto no hockey? I give them a... They've been a... B minus. Objective every... Which one? I give him a B minus. I mean, it's his first, his first year in the, in the normal league because you know, his first season was the COVID season. So this is his first season where he had to go back and deal with his, the, the legacy team. Um, you know, five and six. Can you pull up the draft? I give him an A. Oh, you're, now you're an just a. us. How this guy came out of nowhere and became a regular feature on the podcast. <laughs> if it wasn't so for him, we you, wouldn't have a podcast. So I give him A for entertainment. He, he's the him, most. He's the most engaged owner there is. Yep. That guy him, gets yep. an A. Yep. He didn't I give him the fourth round either. He had no picks till the fourth round. Mm-hmm. But look at who he's. And his first pick was a complete bust. Ten points. <laughs> well, I got a second Honestly, pick. Yeah, all of those picks, other than maybe a lot, have been busts. Well, with all, how many of these guys there. are still on his roster? Yeah, but unlike you, he doesn't he doesn't keep uh, like love of these players that he drafted. He just <laughs> dumps them like uh, so. Pat the, moves on. So yeah, Pat, the, the Pat Orsling seven times by now. Yeah, Pat. The question I isn't believe. isn't who's on his roster. It's how many times have each of these guys been on his <laughs> roster? <laughs> So I give him A for passion, A for entertainment, but it's like C minus for acuity and C for outcome Ooh. at best. Wow, acuity! Acuity, wow. you went big there. Yeah, that's, yeah, so that's, that's we're, wow. we're playing him this week, and he is playing four of his players are caught play for the Avalanche, and I don't see any of the, any of his drafts were from the Avalanche. Smart. That guy's got it going on. You know, I picked up an Avalanche guy too because COVID's ripped through them already. Right. And this week, this week games were really limited, so it was like finding teams that already dealt with COVID that might actually play. Isn't that crazy? It's like you have to look at medical reports. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is getting all good. He won the money the last two weeks. He's yeah. coming on hot. He he did. He 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 scratched it out by like point eight over us this week. And that's I think an eight. That, Pat, we have two second place finishes now in the money, even though we only have five wins. Yeah. Two second place finishes in the money for a last place team. 
I don't know. We graded your team. We're, we moved on. <laughs> so we. So Glenn, did you give? Did you? You're eight and three. What'd you give yourself? Given the yeah. awesome draft you had. The draft was a little light, but you know. <laughs> We gotta do what we do. Uh, no, probably B plus, A minus. Yeah, you're third in the league in scoring, so. I give uh, Glenn an A because he basically tried to maintain last year, gave up some picks, and he's still in the hunt in a big way. That's a solid A. I'll give him an A too. All right. Maintaining high level of consistency and excellence. I'll yeah. give him an A+. Plus. He survived COVID twice, and he's in first place. <laughs> you can't kill that guy. Nope. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you can. <laughs> Bring it on. Round three. <laughs> you can't kill him, but you can make him wear weird glasses. You can make him not smell for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Bree, what did we – Dave, you gave yourself what? A bit an A? A+. Plus. A+. Plus? Yep. Uh, Dave's an A at most. <laughs> I'll give so, my- Jack, are the standings, are they inclusive of all the points for? Is that the right number of points for Those in, are in, the, on, the, on CBS? Yes. Once I went in and adjusted the scoring and put the first eight weeks in, so the points for and against on the standings well, are good. Are good. Um, okay. I don't, know, I don't know why it's not picking up those games. I, the wins and losses. I, I, I kind of have a feeling how I know I can fix it. I'm just terrified that if I try, <laughs> it'll screw everything up. So um, I'm just sort of counting on them to figure that out, um, why it's yeah. not picking those weeks up. Well, you um, pay these jackasses enough, right? They should fix it. So I, I, did, every, did everyone who plays or uh, who works for CBS Sports, did they all opt out of this year? There's like <laughs> – there's like, I've had like four emails saying, well, we've given it, we've elevated it to this, we've elevated it to that. So I don't think it's going to get fixed. Glenn, you're in a. Very sad at five in the morning this morning when I looked and it wasn't updated. Glenn, why don't you go fix it? You're an IT guy. I, I can, but the way I would do that would just be adding to wins and losses using jacks. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, I, we need to grade me because I think that I deserve a pretty good grade with a seven and four record, given that I'm like ninth or tenth in the league in scoring. So I'm going to give myself a solid B. I'll, I'll yeah, I, B plus. I don't know how you're doing it. Yeah, exactly. It's management. I would, I would say getting the, the getting the best out of, or getting the most out of the worst is a good solid B. It's not the worst. Well, you're two thirty five. You're you're um, whatever thirty five points below us in seven and four. So you're getting more out of less. There are four, t- three other teams in the league have had fewer points scored against them than me. So you're getting it's more not the worst. Out of less. The worst you're, is bad. That's a fair point. You're getting more out of less. You're, you're living off of a weak division outside of Bree. Our our division sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Our division does suck. But I will elevate you to an A plus for league commissioner and bullshit he's had to deal with yes. this year. It was self inflicted though. <laughs> yeah. I should. Hey, hey, what about if I had know, never proposed it? It would have never happened. <laughs> but it just kept my mouth shut. What about? I think we may we're missing something here with Brett. We may want to give Brett an A plus. I'm not sure he's been defeated, right? I saw yeah, Moncton. Yeah, is he four and zero or five and one or he's one four in a row? So yeah, I think he's undefeated. Yeah, I think, I think Brett's got the. You know, he 
he ditched Ralph, you know, moved on and took this team over, and now he's 4-0 from there. Yeah, and he, he dumped a couple people. He's picked up a couple people. But he's still 56 points back. So, <laughs> they, they, they need That's to... That's not him. It's not him, man. Yeah, he's, he's, probably, he's probably dominating in his four weeks, other than Toronto and hockey. That is interesting how uh, the Canadian division... All losses, the butt button division, all wins. You know, we, I think we need to look <laughs> yeah. at we need to take a look at the floppers at three and eight because he had a bunch of. Well, no, he picked late, right? I'm trying to remember. Um, he picked later. He did Actually. pick late. He had traded away a bunch of picks. I think that's right. But Glenn did as well, and other teams have done that and are doing okay. We also need to take a look at Chris's team because it's. Yeah. Got it is no fun having a conversation if we can't talk about Chris. Agree. What, what's your grade for him? I don't. Uh, I need to look. We need to look. He's four six and one. Four six and one, but he's on a winning streak. One three. Yep. So he was one six and one. So yeah, not off to did not get off to a good start. The draft was not strong for him. So the floppers had you know Mark Stone, but he hasn't had a great year. Clayton Keller, actually, that's a good late-round pick, but has he kept him? No, he's not on his team. I think he's a Toronto no hockey guy now. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at his roster. He's stacked at center. He's, like, waiting for centers. He's got – He's got Malkin. Guys. He's got Malkin, Kopitar, and Eichel. <laughs> wow. Plus the guy from St. Louis that he's playing this week. Yeah, he had a golden assist today against me. Fuck. <laughs> He's waiting to spring one of those centers on. I do like his logo, though. <laughs> the floppers a C minus. Yeah, that's well. You're boy. You're in a good mood. You need to drink Stella. The grades go down when you're drinking Stella. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Can we do the McGrain brothers? Have we taken care of them? I don't think we have. I think uh, lefties are kind of where they usually are. Four and seven. Yeah. Weaking six and five, six and tied five. for the lead in their division. You think so? Weakings B plus, lefties C minus. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anybody we haven't we haven't graded Jerry one and five in his so he's un, he's one and five in his division but six and five overall so that's not bad that's that's a solid C plus B minus. His team scoring is way down. He's 33 points behind me, and you gave me a D. (laughs) I did not give you a D. He gets bonus points from uh, being a driver. I want to go back to Chris. Chris is 110 (laughs) points behind. (laughs) He's he's got three wins right in a row. But he tied kids. Coming on strong. He doesn't even have 200 points yet. And, and his tie with Kip was 12-12. So what's your grade, Mike? Well, let's hear it. But Mike, Mike, start this grade off with that saying I said. <laughs> Wait, uh, is it about the murder cabin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, saying it. <laughs> <laughs> no, all I'm going to say is a huge fan of Chris. <laughs> uh no, that's not a good team. <laughs> 108, 180 points. And the grade is? Uh, it's a D. Come on, just say D. It's a D. Of course it's a D. Yeah. D for dead. 
Dead co dead Cobains. He knows he's a D. It'll be a cold roll under the river for you. <laughs> <laughs> that Allegheny River is not warm. I think we should wait till February or March, though. That way I make sure it's really chilled. <laughs> Glenn, can I get my Canada trip in first? <laughs> Before we get invited up to the murder cabin. So what do you give Chuck? I mean, the fart machine, one, four, lost four, or not, lost four, one, four, lost three. Four and seven, 42 points back. Well, Matthews, Ovec, I mean, like I said, it's the bottom of his lineup is terrible. He got screwed on goalie. He's, he's, he's real hurt on goalie. Super top heavy and even has a really solid backup in on center in Ryan O'Reilly. At, at best, that's a C. I think he thought he was good on D with the Uyghur kid from Florida. He's been a, okay, but not good. I think he thought his D was better. I, well, who, who was the NFL coach who said, you are what your record says you are? Yeah. There, he's a C at best. Yeah, fuck that. He's, getting, he's a D minus. He's got, he's got Matthews, Matthews and Nevetskin. He should be the best team in that division. Yeah, he's got two, two studs. Yep. Should work around he, only, he he only needs three points a week from his other four guys to get to about twenty four. But right. but you need goalie points, and he's not getting any. Yeah, but that's and, yeah. No, I get it. I'm I mean I'm dealing with that myself. Right. But. He was. With All right, I'm with I'm with Jack. I'm with Jack. He's a D D minus. You've got you've got the best or you know top three or four center, and you got the best wing. Yeah. yeah. Sixteen teams in the league. Somebody's got to be a D. What about Rap Patrol? We haven't talked about them, have we? Mm-mm. No. Six and five. Not a big scoring team. I'm so, wait, we got to go back to Chuck. I'm revising my grade. He's he's an F. He's got the number two and the number six, and he's wow. got a losing record. Yeah, I agree. It's a, he's an F. Take that, Chuck. I just I hate him because Chuck gave me a couple of really nice cigars. Right. <laughs> it's not personal; it's business. <laughs> it's right, it's all business. Strictly business. All right, Chuck, you got enough, buddy. Sorry. Didn't, didn't two weeks ago we were planning on doing a tracheotomy on him? <laughs> you know, I think I got to revise my weekings grade down because he's got the number one and the number four, and he's only a, he's a six and five. I mean, we yeah, that's a that's a that's a. Classic road C minus when you got two guys that are top four, you should be dominating. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, true, true. How he's got Hurdle on, as a backup in the top fifteen. He stole Dave's draft. Former uh, bang or former whatever. What's your team name? Condor. <laughs> Condors. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was going to mention that in the text when you said something about and the condor when you took the picture of the chick in the. Cool. Goalie pet that you the Condor's first pick, so that means you're definitely not keeping Breedle off Fontaine, even if well, you win the cup with it. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I'll give it up. You'll give it up. Nice. This is the, the whole point of the Breed de la Fontaine name was to give it up. No, next year when I draft that female goalie from Instagram, it'll be the baby Condors. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, she used to be a goalie, I guess, in junior hockey somehow. Does uh, Patty know you're going to draft her? No. 
I, I, it, would, it would be a good move, though, to, to win the thing with Brie LaFontaine after, you, after we you, got the vote. you grab it on the cup and then yeah. you give it up. After like, we got the vote, that it was you? we got the vote through. It's all good. Yeah. You're going to have to put wow. initials next to it, DR, just so we know who it was. Dave is the most ethical owner in the league. It was only brought in to pass on to the worst team. And if you if the worst team, well, it would be pretty stupid to win it and give it to the worst team. But let's do it. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty stupid. But yeah. Yeah, that, that's really dumb. But so, when I lose the next 11, it'll make sense. Using, so, using Jack's logic, Pat, I think we should get a higher grade because we only have <laughs> one player was, in the top, like, 30. I would say it's like looking at the soccer high scores for me. Like, I don't, I don't <laughs> see my name there anywhere. Yeah. Well, that's my point. I'm seven and four, and look at um. You got to go. You know, boom. There you go. Way more guys than half of us. <laughs> so you were talking about the Rat Patrol. So what's their record? Do you, do you remember what their record was? Six and five. So they're a yeah. winning record. And let's scroll. No rats. No rats. No, no rats. No rats. No rats. No rats. No. There we go. Fairly low scoring team. So Matt yeah. Duchesne Matt Duchesne, is their yeah. top scoring player, and he's got to be. Oh. I'm a shark and attacking a mongo into this podcast. That's 21, 22 down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at their roster too. They don't even they only have one goalie. They're just going with a flurry. That's it. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's a tough choice because you're not going to get much, many wins. Well, you know, I went with one goalie and I, he only had one game and that was like my best move of the year so far. I was like, yes, I got to minimize my goalie games. Mm. I would have won last week, but no. Never mind. Even Pasternak, has he not played that many games? He hasn't really scored many points. Pasternak's not, yeah, he's, he's not the same guy. Here. That whole that whole line. No, no, he, he came in late, I think, right? Well, it was yeah, inevitable that Marshand and Bergeron were going to get old at some point, right? Got Crosby and Pasternak. So. Pasternak's focusing on Dunkin' Donuts commercials. Exactly. Yeah, it's no all about doubt. the marketing. Even Sid's, Sid's points are uh, down. He's muted, yeah. Well, he's games, only five goals. That's that's not so healthy for him. He, he's definitely missed a lot of playing time, but even in the playing time, he's not scoring a lot of goals. He has some assists here and there. He's no Evan Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> the guy I'm surprised by is Carlson. The fact that Carlson has decent, actually, points, given how much of a train wreck he's been the last few years. What are we giving the rats? Did we decide on a grade for the rats? I think if the rats have a winning record and yeah, you gotta give them good. I think you gotta give them an A plus. Yeah, no, yeah. we gotta go back and look at the points overall. Come on, let's put this in context. Well, they've yeah. got one guy in context, the top. Dave, context. You, you, you have to give the schedule maker an A plus. There you go. He's seventy oh, points man. back of the leaders. Yeah. All right. So that's all right. Solid Please, B. I give him an A. Solid B. I, I'm with Dave. Solid B. He's got three guys in, in the top 50, and he's got a winning record. It's an A-plus for management. All right, I'm going A. He's putting the right guys in the lineup. Nah, you still have to be better than in six and five to be an A-plus. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. Come on. You get, you get A's for entertainment in this league. Yeah, that, that sucks balls. If, if, I can give, if I can give the Wheat Kings a D-minus for A being six and five – because they got two of the top four players in the league and are only six and five, I can get the rats an A plus. Uh, doesn't the record matter? Yeah, it's a win loss league. 
Donald points like you know, if you can have a C if you can have a C plus record, how can you have an A overall grade? If it was soccer and we're just adding points up, yeah, you're right. But you got hey Mike, would you like a change where we change the whoever gets in the playoffs for the power ranking? Because it seems like you like that stat so much. I'm a big power. I think a power ranking should be used to determine tiebreakers. Oh, yeah, but not I'm tracking not. power wrecking by hand. <laughs> no, and I don't. No, no. Jack does too much. I'm not. I'm not asking for that. But I think when the system is working, power rankings are a good way to uh, to determine tiebreakers. Did we give uh, the freezer burn a grade? Four and seven. Seven. One four, then lost seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. Then when did we talk about them early? That's Jason's team, right? Yeah. Did we, yeah, we got to be a D, right? Because they started out with an A and then went to an uh, F, so you have to average it out. D, D plus. I give him a C because he's just bad luck. Yeah, he's, he's only thirty back. He's, yeah, yeah, he's he's only he's fourth. Yeah. In, he's fourth in the league in scoring. But you are what your fifth, record fifth. is, and so it's you know. It's a C minus. Man, seven game losing streaks hard to look at. I, I got to give him a, a C minus, D plus. It's only going to get worse. Yeah. And remind me again, it's the four division winners and two wild cards. It's the four division winners and then wild card, two wild cards within in each unnamed conference. Two so two wild cards in each conference. It's yep. eight eight playoff teams total. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So right now you have Dave. Uh, Brett, Glenn, and I don't know what the head-to-head on the Wheat Kings and the Rats is. And then you have me, Turbos, in that mm-hmm. conference. And then you have Moose Jaw and whoever doesn't win the division in the Wheat Kings Rats tie. Yeah. But the key is there's like everybody's still within shouting distance. Yeah, I think yeah. only the of floppers. The yeah, the floppers are kind of. You know, I mean, they're four back on the wild card, so that's a problem for them. Um, Kip is, you know, he's three and a half back. So we're no, in two and a half back. In, and it is how many? How many games in the regular season? Nineteen or 20? twenty? Twenty. So yeah, so we've got nine games left. So Pat, we need to go on a little bit of a run. So, but, yeah, so fourteen and six should make the playoffs. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so nine. <laughs> so it's time for Lee Nordics like to, your optimism, yeah, <laughs> to go on a run. Uh, no, we're we're in. Do you want to just count it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have a couple. Just write the name on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hottest division in the league. Pat, can you show us the cup, please? Yeah, you want to see it? Yes, please, if you don't mind, uh, Jack, if you'll allow. Hey Mike, when are we going to get the new team name for the Moncton Fruit Loops? Will there be an announcement, or what's the story? It, uh, Brett is thinking of it. He wants to come on air and announce it. Perfect. Uh, he's been a little busy lately, but I am going to remind him. And yeah, he is definitely he has names in mind, and he is on top of it. Yeah, he needs to come on, and that name needs to go away. Yeah. Fruit Loops are dead. So the one thing that uh, Brett told me is he's played hockey his whole life. He's never been to Canada. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Is he still playing? 
Not anymore. No, he doesn't. It, it, well, so I guess he hasn't played his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he played all the way through like what he, he went all the way through high school, college, and then graduate school and then stopped playing. Sorry for it ending abruptly. There was a very large segment of the end of the podcast edited out. Uh, though we still have the master tapes in case we ever need them. Peace out.